Welcome back to another episode of Off The Grid. I'm your host, Kaylee. Let's just dive right in. I mean, it is Monza. It is the Italian Grand Prix, 53 laps around one of the craziest circuits in Formula One because of just the pure speed. It's a very kind of, it's been unpredictable the past uh, two years, I would say, because of kind of the podium finishes. And uh, it's the home race for Ferrari. It's the home race for Alfa Romeo, in a way. So, I mean, you've got all the Ferrari fans coming. I mean, last weekend we had the Dutch Grand Prix, Max Verstappen's home Grand Prix. The Orange Army was out in full force. It's Ferrari's turn to be out in full force. There will be so much red shirts in the stand. There will be so many Ferrari flags flying. It will be insane. And, I mean, this weekend's already insane because of the changes in the driver market, the seats that are still open, and some major Formula One news. Now, we know Red Bull is keeping Max Verstappen. We know Red Bull is keeping Sergio Perez. We know Ferrari is keeping Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. We know McLaren is keeping Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo. We know Alpine is keeping Esteban Ocon and Fernando Alonso. It has been confirmed that Alpha Tauri will be keeping both Pierre Gasly and Yuki Tsunoda. Aston Martin is keeping Sebastian Vettel. Lance Stroll, still questionable, although since his dad does own the team, it's more than likely that they are just waiting to put pen to paper Landstroll will probably be with Aston Martin next year. And then Haas. Haas has still not confirmed whether both the drivers are going to stay. They haven't confirmed really anything regarding their two seats. So we could have another uh, kind of situation where they just decide, hey, we're just going to clean house again and uh, have two completely new drivers. Now, the big changes are at Williams. Alfa Romeo, and Mercedes. Williams still has not announced whether they're going to keep Nicholas Latifi. I do believe that they will, only because he's had this really good season. Um, I mean, he scored points for him back-to-back races, so I think more than likely he will stay. He's just slowly uh, proving himself, and it's definitely something that I think that Nicholas Latifi will more than likely be in the uh, Williams next year. Alfa Romeo has lost Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen retiring. And Antonio Giovinazzi is questionable. And I I only say that because he hasn't really proven himself as a driver. Pierre Gasly was questionable until he decided that he was going to win the Italian Grand Prix last year. I mean, a lot of these drivers have worked hard and have proven Esteban Ocon won uh, in in Hungary. Uh, I mean, Lando Norris, Mr. Consistent. George Russell, Mr. Saturday. He's proving himself to be a very good driver. And Antonio Giovinazzi, who's been in Formula 1 longer than uh, Russell and Norris, have he hasn't really proven himself in the way that they have. So it's very questionable whether Alfa Romeo will be keeping him or not. But regardless, there is at least one seat open at Alfa Romeo because Kimi Raikkonen is leaving. 
Now, the big question for the season was who will be teammates with Lewis Hamilton next year. Now, Hamilton has raced with Valtteri Bottas since 2017. George Russell has proven himself this year, not only scoring points back-to-back, but got himself a podium in a very strange way. Did he? Could he probably have done it in a standard race? Probably not, because it was a Williams. But it's he got a podium. The FIA determined that it was a podium, so I'm not going to take it away from him. Although it's questionable, there's gray area in that in that podium. But regardless, he managed to put a, a Williams on the front row, which is very impressive considering that in this era of Williams uh, history. So, it was announced by Valtteri Bottas that he, in fact, will be driving for Alfa Romeo. And that meant that the seat was wide open for George Russell to get his Mercedes seat. And, in fact, he has been signed to Mercedes. And let me tell you, I think a lot of fans saw this coming. Uh, Valtteri Bottas, whether it was his decision to leave or whether Mercedes just needed a change just because of how close Red Bull is getting to them. Regardless, it's still a very questionable season for next year because the car is going to change. The car is going to be more competitive um, and it's going to equal the playing field because of the regulations, or at least that's what the FIA says. So it's pretty much going to kind of even the playing field. And, I mean, Red Bull is kind of developing their own engine, which could be great, it could be bad, who knows. Um, Mercedes is Mercedes, so they, uh, who knows what's going to happen with them. They're probably going to stay the same, it's, they're unaffected. But, uh, I mean, now that they've got Russell, it's questionable. Will he be able to adapt to the Mercedes, or will he uh, not be able to adapt to the Mercedes? And that's all going to show during winter testing. But... I mean, let's kind of get into the get into the previous podiums at Monza. So in 2019, we saw we saw Charles Leclerc um, win in Monza, followed by Valtteri Bottas and Lewis Hamilton. So both Mercedes made it onto the podium. And then 2020 happened. The 2020 season was very strange because of uh, COVID, and of course. Everyone's favorite Grand Prix, Monza, had to be different. It was like a roll of the dice saying, just random driver, podium. And it, in fact, was Pierre Gasly, Carlos Sainz, and Lance Stroll. So, very strange podium uh, up there to begin with. And the question is, is, can Carlos Sainz possibly win his first Formula One race? Could Lando Norris come in? during Monza and win his first Formula One race. Could Max Verstappen continue uh, with his podiums and, I mean, back-to-back podiums actually would be three in a row because he was dubbed the winner of of Spa as well. So he just swept, could he sweep the, the triple header? Could Lewis Hamilton possibly come in and win? Could Valtteri Bottas come in and win? It's really... It's a hard race to judge because of the circuit itself. 
it's fairly easy to to kind of overtake at so and and you've got two drs zones you've got just three three or four lovely straights where there there's plenty of opportunity uh to overtake and i mean that is the action that fans want to see so the big question is is who will win monza because the past two seasons they've been unpredictable winners i mean charles leclerc of course an amazing ferrari driver uh, pierre gasly an amazing driver as well i'm not taking anything away from him but i mean who will win in 2021 will it be kind of a familiar face on the podium or will it be uh, kind of a, an out of the box driver will it be esteban ocon again because i, I don't think anyone could have predicted that he would have won a, a race this season could it be a, a a veteran could it be Vettel could it be Alonso it's that's the question going into uh into the weekend is who will win Monza it's finally the Italian Grand Prix and the Ferrari fans are going to be out in full force so will a Ferrari win that's always the goal of uh, the Italian Grand Prix of course but will Carlos Sainz or Charles Leclerc be able to even get a podium uh, with their Ferrari this year. It's proven, I mean, Carlos Sainz has already gotten two podiums this year. Uh, Charles Leclerc got a podium this year, so really three podiums for Ferrari. Can they make it a fourth? That's the big question. Or could they even make it a double podium? That's Ferrari's dream right here. But is that what is going to happen? Who knows? And that is the beautiful thing about Formula One. That's the beautiful thing about Monza. And, of course, a lot is going to happen considering that, I mean, then after this, of course, we've got a break, a one-week break. Uh, Thank God it's only one week. Um, And, I mean, then we're just going to dive right in to, I believe, the next race is... um, the next race is Russia. So Russia is always an interesting one, considering that that is where uh, Nikita Mazepin is uh, is from. So who knows uh, what's what'll happen uh, in Russia? And then of course after that is the uh, Turkish Grand Prix, and then the United States Grand Prix, and then of course the Mexico Grand Prix. So a lot to come in Formula One. And it's just insane because, of course, Monza is bringing back the sprint qualifying. So it's P1, and then it's qualifying on Friday. And then Saturday, we bring P2 and sprint qualifying. And then Sunday, race day. I don't know how you all liked the sprint qualifying during Silverstone. I didn't mind it. I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, it just gave a little bit more of a an aspect of just giving more for the weekend. So of course, I'm excited for the weekend because of the of the racing format, but of course, because of the unpredictability, which is why Formula One fans love Formula One. And I mean, this will be the first official outing where George Russell can say that he is in fact going to Mercedes. So it's going to be great uh, during the press conferences, of course. Uh, during the post-race um, interviews, uh, Christian Horner, of course, being Red Bull and being major rivals of Mercedes, wanted to kind of steal the thunder a little bit and congratulated George on his deal 
which of course was kind of letting the cat out of the bag. It's the it was the worst kept secret in Formula One, and I think a lot of fans enjoyed it. Some Valtteri fans did not, but uh, it's going to be quite interesting to see how Netflix spins this in uh, in Drive to Survive season four. So uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at F1 Off The Grid or go to our website F1OffTheGrid.net and please come back for our Monza review because I have a feeling that this race will be incredible.